what happens I, it's it's because of china china's doing this to me they they know where i better be talking about china so it's just like they turn off the microphone it's going on here jeez holy lord guys man I'll tell you what how's everybody doing <clears throat> yeah about your dungeon stuff yeah you guys are weird you guys are weird yeah how's it going like we haven't <laughs> Oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't even know what you guys are even talking about when it comes to that. Ah, man, how we doing? We're here. Yeah, luckily, uh, luckily, uh, Steph, that, uh, yeah, I was having some technical difficulties before that. So, let's go on for your Jason. Good to see ya. Jeez. Ah, how's everybody doing this happening? Yeah, well, I look, it seems like it's happening now. It definitely seems like it's happening now, so. <laughs> Ah, uh, you gotta get back to him and read the chat from the silent video. I'm sure it was great. I'm sure it was great, but all that's deleted now, so sorry. <laughs> I know we can have a whole thing about that. Man, <laughs> basically, so take two. We're here. We're good. It's a plumber. I tell you what. Yeah, I think I think Jose is working for China. He's uh, yeah, you know, he's uh, he's an asset. He's an asset. What's going on, Faro? Been a while since I've seen you. That's right. Yeah. Ah, that's right. Liked it uh, better before. <laughs> yeah. All right. Saw the Batman again for the third time today. It's incredible. It definitely is. Right. It's great. Hey. So yeah, you don't flop. You know what happened? And hey, look at that, Mr. McKenzie, right there with the fifty-dollar super chat. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Always, uh, always there supporting the pirate ship. Ahoy, ahoy. Thank you, sir. Uh, much appreciated as always. Love you, Jason. Love you. All right. Hey, Dave, how you, how you been, buddy? Well, I've had some struggles today. That's for sure. So, you know, how it is. How's it going? Tyler, legend, everybody who's right here. So, you know, okay. So this is what happened here. So basically what happened was, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed uh, the past two shows on Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, when I've had my, when I'm sharing my screen, it actually says, you know, that my computer wanted to update. It wanted to do a full on update uh, that Microsoft sent over. So I did that this morning and it was a full on update. It took about an hour to update. So I'm guessing that when it updated, it kind of fucked with my microphone and the drives and everything like that. So... When I couldn't figure it out, I thought it was something with uh, Streamlabs right here. No, it was actually something within my computer. My computer settings went to a, like a, back to a default mode, and there it was. So I entered the, the stream, the, the previous stream, to, uh, yeah, to figure that one out. Anyways, guys, we're good. You can hear my, my super sexy voice. Again, thank you, Jason. Thank you, everybody, for returning. And, uh, yeah, guys, smash that like thumbs up. Smash it. Make sure you subscribe, hit that notification bell, right? Of course, you got the Patreon. If you want to become a member, become a member. You could do that too. And then, of course, uh, you know, the film junkie closet down below. I think we're good, though. <sighs> I was like, really? You got to be fucking kidding me. Of course, when I update my computer, that's what always sucks when you get like these updates, either when it's like your phone or if it's like your computer. They change like little things, little things. Like they're like, in their brains are like, oh, this is, you know, this is going to make things better. But you're like, what the hell? Yeah, it happens. Don't worry. <sighs> we're all good here. We're all good. Hopefully we're all having a good day. And everything. Uh, it is hump day. So, uh, you know, get to humping, whatever. What's going on, Shamagic? How you doing, buddy? Good to see you as always. Good to see you. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's right. Subscribe, subscribe, as Eric is saying right there. All right. All right, well, let's just get this, uh, let's get this party started. Of course, uh, you know, geez, now that we're so late, just so late. But, you know, it happens. Don't worry. I was like, man, you got to be kidding me. I, I was like, did my mic just completely shut off? Did it just completely shut off? I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Did something happen with the update? Yeah, something happened with the update, but, you know, 
My God, fun stuff. All right, here we go. All right, guys, let's get through. Uh, let's get through these. Uh, let's get through these tweets right here, huh? Oop. All right, let's see what's happening in the Twitter world today. Come on, tighten up right there. All right. Um, this is beautiful. The final look for the one-three scale statue from Queen Studios of uh, Battenson right here, which looks bad ass. I want it. I want it. I dig it. You even got the, you know, your grapple gun right there. Everything looking pretty shiny. Here's Mr. Alexander Skarsgård from uh, from the the Northmen right here. That's I'm looking forward to, of course. Mr. Eggers, looking forward to this movie. Looking jacked. Got that Tarzan body right back. All right, so this is interesting. So Mike Myers has a new movie coming out. Coming to um, Netflix right here. Did you guys check out this trailer? Realize the, the Black play. Yeah. This is a pretty interesting trailer because, you know, it is Mike Myers playing multiple characters as he does. It's called the Pentaverant. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to fully pronounce that, but it's an interesting movie. Obviously, it has to do with like a secret society influence, influencing the world, and he plays multiple characters. So Mike Myers is back, you know. There you go. Going on, James. James, good to see you. Good to see you. Lee Bermijo, look at this. He p- posts this right here, commentating. You know, you know, he. he uh, a lot of people are all. You know, we always talk about the wide eyes, the live action Batman with wide eyes. You know, and he made a comment right here, the winning argument as to why the white eyes are lame, because we all know that when he draws. Batman or anybody he does not do the white eyes that's why I like, love about his art his art is so just crisp and just it's different it definitely stands out I mean there's all, also other other illustrators out there and artists out there that that are different too but I just love like he's you you know we talked about this yesterday this scene right here I mean those eyes right there are speaking to us right there so there you go was that Jeremy Irons' voice? Mm, yeah, actually, it was. You're actually actually absolutely correct, Eric. In that in the trailer, yeah, that was uh, that was Irons' voice right there. He uh, yeah, he was doing the narration for that trailer. So there you go. All right. Um, so and this is pretty funny right here. You guys remember when I was uh, going through my Family Matters rewatch? I made a big deal about about Judy. Okay, Judy. Obviously, we know who Judy is. She's like the youngest daughter of the Winslows. And uh, you know how she just randomly disappeared? Remember? Like, I think it was like season four or five where she just randomly disappeared and nobody had, nobody uh, talked about it. Not the family members, nothing. And it's funny, too, because Joe Mary Payton, who uh, played Harriet, mentions about a Family Matters revival. And her quote right here says, the very first episode has to be that Judy comes down the stairs. And I said, yes. The mysterious case of the disappearance of Judy in Family Matters. We must know what happened to Judy. I mean, we know what happened in real life, which was not that great. But, you know, anyways. Okay, so we got this right here. They finally fully released the uh, this art of the three Spider-Men from Spider-Man No Way Home. That DVD, those DVD extras are just, like, all over the place right now. But this is really cool, of course. We, are, we already kind of saw some of this right here, but it's actually really cool that we're seeing all three. And obviously, we got Tom Holland's Spider-Man costume, which is the Spider-Man costume that we see at the very end. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, we'll talk about that, of course. All right. So look at this. So anybody sharing a Netflix account? Huh? Anybody? Well... Look what uh, Netflix is doing right here. They are cracking down. Netflix will prompt subscribers to pay for users outside their households in new password sharing crackdown test. That's right. Oh, man. The streaming wars get a little bit more crazier. But yes, did you see this article right here? Netflix will soon launch a test letting primary account holders pay an additional fee for users outside their households. A new attempt by the company to address illicit password sharing. According to the Netflix terms of service, a customer's account may not be shared with individuals beyond your household. After years of turning a blind eye to password sharing, Behavior that falls outside that requirement. The company last year ran a limited test prompting users to enter their account credentials as a way to nudge freeloaders into paying for their own accounts. So no more sharing. Uh, I mean, I have my very own Netflix account. Uh, I thought, I mean, 
I mean, that's pretty much what we do nowadays, right? I mean, I think uh, I share some accounts. I'm not going to say which ones because, oh, geez, they're going to end up shutting it off or something like that. But, um, yeah, so now you can't share. I'm sure this is only the beginning. If Netflix is going to start this, I'm sure some of the other streaming services are going to follow suit, even though that there's some streaming services out there that actually allow multiple accounts on one primary account. It's just kind of interesting to see where this is going to go. So now we can't just borrow each other's accounts. Well, at least for Netflix. But I'm sure that Hulu, HBO Max, Amazon Prime, they're all going to probably follow suit. So be prepared for that, folks. That's right. And uh, for those of you that have those, you know, those freeloading family members or friends, well, here's your chance to get out of that. <laughs> if you don't want to be uh, talking to them anymore. It was always kind of awkward, too, when you actually had like, you know, when you have like when you're sharing like a friend's account or a family member's account and then you forget the password. Don't you feel did, didn't you feel kind of awkward, like texting them like, hey, can, 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 can you send me the password again? It logged me out. Sorry. Yeah. No more of that. Right. It's not going to be awkward anymore. But but yeah, so they're cracking down, man. That's right. Get a VPN or something like that. Jeez, but there you go. Netflix is going to be cracking down, and I'm for certain that the other ones will crack down too. It's all about the money, people, all about the money. Anyways, let's talk about that. Hey, we got somebody else who's joining Oppenheimer because this cast is really huge. Huge Devin Bostic. I don't really know exactly who he is, but, you know, I'm sure... I didn't really look him up, but uh, yeah, he joined Oppenheimer. So they're just, I mean, is this cast full yet? I don't know. Who knows? Hey, look at this. Jim Carrey posted his poster right here, which is a really cool poster. I think, the again, I talked about this yesterday. Sonic, even with the first one and even with uh, this second one here, they, they are really exceptional at the marketing right here. So, and the posters look really cool. And of course, it's Jim Carrey. What can he do? I mean, he steals the every scene in the first one, so... I'll be watching that one for sure. Uh, Sony Music Soundtracks with the release of DC Comics' new film, The Batman. Celebrate the return to Gotham City by listening to Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL's epic Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice score. Uh, okay, can't hear it all because I'll get pulled. You know, you know how that is. Look at this right here. All right, so somebody, uh, this guy right here, Yusuf. Yusuf. He went and he went he went up a notch. Aaron Bailey, if you're out there, I'm telling you, I mean, this guy stepped it up a notch when it came to uh, when it came to this bat suit, the concept art of uh, the Batfleck standalone bat suit. He added he uh, replaced the head with that one head. Uh, I still don't like I still don't like the, the bat logo on the chest. I still wish it was a fat bat, but this looks really cool right here. Definitely badass. So, yeah, we talked about that, of course, earlier this week. Yeah, and then guy keeps releasing more. Uh, it's now official. It's now official, guys. James Gunn is going to be in an episode of Harley Quinn season three. Now, this is, uh, you know, some people aren't too happy about it, but, um, you know, it's just the way it is. You know, if you don't like it, man, there's something weird going on here. There's something missing eh, when it comes to, I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the playback right here. Everything got all messed up today. It's all good. But anyways, guys, it's official. We kind of somebody actually hinted about this. But yes, uh, apparently, yes, James Gunn is going to be playing himself in season three. Uh, and then he's going to be directing a movie about Thomas Wayne. And James Gunn right here confirmed it. He said, I've been holding on onto this for a while as an enormous fan of the show. It's an incredible honor. Thanks to Harley Quinn, the Harley Quinn gang for the fun. P.S. My Thomas Wayne biopic is going to be a masterpiece. So there you go. He uh, he's going to make an appearance now. I mean, it, you know, wouldn't it be sweet if they did that with, you know, other directors, too? You know, I mean, it, I'm just saying there's a couple other directors that maybe put a David Ayer in there or Zack Snyder in there, too. I mean, they already, they actually had Tim Burton in there. I think it was last season. Right. Tim Burton made a cameo. I don't know if he actually voiced it. Did he actually voice it? But. Um, yeah, I mean, they did have Tim Burton show up in that last one. So, yeah, Gun's that dude, isn't he? 
So yeah, he'll he'll be in there. A little bit of meta. It's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. It feels like it's been forever since we've had a Harley Quinn season. When, when that se- season two didn't it feel like didn't it end like a while ago? I'm like jonesing for a new Harley Quinn season for God's sakes. But yeah, James Gunn will be uh will be in there. Hey, there's a shirtless. Uh... Oh, 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 hold on. I can't play any music on this because I know that'll get copyright. But this is funny right here. Somebody did this crafty, cra- <laughs> crafty with the uh, with the visual effects. I tell you what, <laughs> it's like a little short film right here. Uh, it's like that's pretty flawless. That's pretty seamless right there. Whoever did this, that is pretty damn seamless. So good job, chills or whatever the hell, blazing skies and whatever the hell, the watermark right there. Good on them for making this right here. Yeah. <laughs> I just say, you know, posted on no context, uh, Tobey Maguire. I thought that was pretty hilarious. Batman v Superman, loved this shot. Look at that. So they added like a filter on it to make it look more comic booky, more graphic novely. Yeah. There you go. And I don't know. This is this is so freaking true right here. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, Selena. She, I mean, Zoe Kravitz was. She had a walk. She had a a walk. When it came to the Batman. Now, I'm not complaining. I thought the walk was kind of hot, to be honest. You know, she's like she's like a five-foot little tiny thing. So, you know, she had a walk with purpose. But, yeah, this TikTok right here pretty much uh, emphasized uh, the walk that Selena had in the Batman right there. So, not too shabby. Hey, you want to see something creepy? Look at that. Jesus Christ. That's right. A little uh, a dummy of uh, Sigourney Weaver for Alien right here. And, you know, just it looks very lifelike. But when they squeeze her face, it's very creepy. Kind of reminds me of uh, Malignant that we saw last year. Jesus Christ, that's pretty crazy. Uh, Ryan Reynolds posted this right here. Uh, that's roughly 3.8 million uh, days of watching right there, as, as he put it. Uh, I know we're supposed to uh, be high-fiving, but honestly, I'm worried about you. So, he, of course, he posted that. But, yes. Number one film globally on Netflix right now is The Adam Project. If you haven't watched it yet, do yourself a favor. It's a pretty great movie. Pretty great movie. All right, so, I mean, obviously this is just an actor or an actress that's part of the movie that, of course, is just talking about her movie, okay? But, you know, this is kind of, uh, you know, we were wondering about Avatar 2. Apparently, Zoe Saldana, she... um, she uh, watched 20 minutes of Avatar 2, and she uh, says to brace yourself because she started crying, apparently. Quote right here, I can, I can get choked up just talking about it, she said. She was talking to uh, People magazine, actually. I was able to see just 20 minutes of the second installment right before the year ended last year, I was, uh, and I was speechless. I was moved to tears. Now, you know, you could take it as, oh, this is just an actress promoting it, which it very well could be. But, you know, it instills a little faith of like, okay, James Cameron. I mean, we've talked about this. We've talked about this numerous times in the Vodka stream. It's like, what is James Cameron going to bring to the table when it comes to these Avatar sequels? You know, a lot of people are doubting it. But, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully there's going to be something there because I am curious to see where he takes this whole story and takes the technology and all that stuff. But according to uh, Zoe Saldana... She was brought to tears. So who knows? She's probably just promoting it or whatever. I thought this was funny. Uh, We got Doctor Strange right here looking like Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. John McClane. McClane. He got the detonators. That's my best best, uh, impression right there. So. And according to Rachel Zegler, which, you know, if anybody, apparently this whole thing leaked online. So I think a lot of people have already like read some of that stuff. But, yeah, she talks about how she hints that basically that, yeah, Wonder Woman's going to end up being in uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods. I think we all kind of figured that. It doesn't seem like it's going to be a very well kept secret. But she said right here it's not going to say because obviously Snow White and whatever the hell. And, of course, she's um, uh, the upcoming sequel after a comment uh, she made about her Snow White co-star, Gal Gadot. I'm not going to say much, but filming Snow White wasn't our first meeting. So making it sound like, yeah, definitely she is going to be in Shazam 2. So I guess we'll see. 
And then, of course, we have, okay, who's, who's down for Mace Windu to return to the Star Wars universe? Anybody? It brought everybody back, Sam. What's going on? The Obi-Wan trailer just dropped the other day. Is Mace Windu, he's alive with one hand somewhere. 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 Yeah, somewhere. With well, one hand. The same way I think about dude from, you know, Jurassic Park. He's somewhere <laughs> riding around on velociraptors with one arm. See, that's a return you know, I want to see. Hold on to your butts. He's just on the island just... <laughs> right. <laughs> riding raptors, you know, but... Should I hold out hope at this point for that Mace? Was, that you... was a huge history of people with one hand returning in Star Wars. Uh, I, asked, I asked, the only person I've ever said that to about coming back was Bryce Dallas Howard. Because I, can I pull just it did off. a movie with her. And she directs episodes of The Mandalorian and stuff. So, so you think you might be able to hook a brother up? <laughs> and, uh, and, I mean, you like me, right? <laughs> and she's like, I love you, you're amazing. Put me back in the game. I'm ready. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. You know, I'll learn to, you know, lightsaber left-handed. Come on. Lightsaber left-handed. So what do we think? Do we think that Mace Windu is alive? Is he going to return? Most likely, right? It seems like they just want to make everybody return in these series because they want you, you know, they want to have that surprise. I think a lot of people were kind of almost wanting the end of Mandalorian season, what, two? They wanted, uh, you know, instead of Luke showing up, they wanted, wouldn't it be crazy if it was Mace Windu who showed up instead? I know there were some people that were theorizing that. I don't know. What, what do we think? Do we think he's going to show back? I mean, you know, Sam Jackson's great, right? So, I mean, technically we didn't see him die. I know there's, 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 there's people out there that do not want this to happen for sure. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just seems to me like... If, if we're already going to have, like, more Nick Fury and, like, Secret Wars and all that stuff and maybe Iron Wars, uh, Armored Wars, I should say, um, I would not be surprised if they're like, hey, well, you're, you know, you're already coming back for Fury, so we might as well have you back for Mace Windu. I mean, I wouldn't hate it, but, you know, it's as much as we want Star Wars to just kind of, like, move forward and not bring back you know, characters that were in previous movies or whatever, you know, I wouldn't hate it. It's Sam Jackson, for God's sakes. And it would be interesting. I mean, it's not like, I mean, obviously he, he lost an arm. He's not going to be one armed unless he's just like off the reservation. And he'll have like some kind of robotic arm. Right. So possibility, possibility for uh, for Sam Jackson to return as Mace Windu. And according to Mr. RPK, look at this. So. Um, we might have, uh, you know, this right here. Let me translate it. So these are some of the names of the production season four DC Titans. Look for the role of Lex Luthor. That's right. Apparently Lex Luthor is going to be showing up in season four of DC's, uh, of DC Titans right here. And, he, and I guess the list goes down from right here. Bruce Campbell. I would love, <laughs> I would love because this show is disappointing me so much. Why not add Bruce Campbell to help? It out. Uh, thank you for the $5 super chat, Mr. Ryan. Uh, they brought back Palpatine somehow. Why can't they do Windu? I know, exactly. They bring back everybody. So I wouldn't be surprised. So anyways, I would love a Bruce Campbell Lex Luthor. Would love it. Carrie Elways, I think he could do a good job too. I just don't think he'd look good bald. The man has always had exquisite hair. Even right now, he has exquisite hair. I just don't know if they would a it actually work. And then you got Garrett Dillahunt, of course. Uh, we remember him. He was just in uh, Army of the Dead. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And then we have this guy, Toby Huss. For, uh, the, only <laughs> the only thing I remember, this guy, well, he was in an episode of Seinfeld where Elaine was like in love with him because of his eyes because he was like the carpet guy or something like that. That's the only thing I remember this guy, but I know he's been in other things too. But I, I think I, when it comes to this list of possible candidates for Lex Luthor, I want to see a Bruce Campbell. I want to see Bruce Campbell play Lex Luthor. Why not? But who knows? It's a scoop. It's a scoop. So take it with the grain of salt. Anyways, oops, forgot to turn that off. All right. Russian forces, what the hell? Turn that off. All right. But, uh, yeah, thank you for the uh, $5 Super Chat, Ryan. Appreciate it. So we'll see if, uh, yeah, we'll see if uh, who ends up playing Lex Luthor. I, I think my, my choice is Bruce Campbell. Groovy. Uh, who doesn't love Bruce Campbell? All right. So we got the Batman in China. Okay. 
It's releasing in China today, or not today, but this weekend. It's releasing in China. What's going to happen? Who knows? Okay? There's so many jokes that I could say, but, uh, you know, YouTube would probably just uh, pull my stream. Pull my stream. They already turned my microphone off. No, but, um, yeah, let's, uh, I mean, obviously, after today, the Batman will be crossing the half a billion dollar mark. And we're all kind of wondering, will it actually make a billion dollars? Uh, I've been kind of on the reservation about it. I've asked you guys about it. Um, some people, you know, when I did a, uh, a, uh, a YouTube poll, a lot of people thought that, yes, in fact, the Batman will reach a billion dollars. Does it have the legs to reach a billion dollars? Yes, it seems like it does because it's already at a half a billion in just two weeks, which uh, is cool. But, of course, it's going to settle down a little bit. Uh, only a 50.7 drop from weekend to weekend. That was good, too. And then, of course, we have the, the more of the markets that are coming right now. But apparently there are concerns. There are concerns when it comes to China, sadly. And this is what it is right here. That damn COVID. Jeez. The Batman headed for weak China opening amid COVID outbreak cinema closures. So, yes. There's still, I mean, geez, we're still very much in a pandemic. And uh, as much as things are starting to, like, loosen up, uh, not in certain places. Hollywood can't seem to catch a break in China lately. Just as U.S. Studio 10 polls were beginning to return to the country at scale, a COVID outbreak spanning two-thirds of China's provinces is shuttering, is shuttering um, cinemas and casting a pall over local consumer activity all over Again, approximately 30% of all Chinese theaters have been temporarily closed after the past week, according to the exhibition industry consultancy Artisan Gateway. The region's hardest hit include major population centers like Shanghai and Shenzhen. Locally uh, transmitted COVID cases rose on Tuesday by more than 5,000 new infections nationwide. While low by Western standards, the current outbreak represents China's largest caseload since the pandemic first emerged in Wuhan in 2020. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously that's where it came from, right? Uh, local officials are scrambling to maintain their COVID zero policy of totally eradication of the virus, resorting to their usual playbook of mass mandatory testing and a total shutdown of cities comprising tens of millions of residents. Yeah, because lockdowns worked, right? It all worked. Keep everybody in their houses and they just spread it around each other. That's what happens. That's pretty much what happened. If Beijing leaders fail to get a handle on the infection surge soon, economists warn that China's growing response could result in a major supply chain snarls in the world's manufacturing base, further jeopardizing the global economic recovery. Yay! Just news just keeps getting better, guys. Jeez. My God. Uh, just keeps getting better and better, right? Right? Oh, man. So there you go. There you go. So it seems like it's not going to have a release in China. That's going to hurt things. Certain review would be perfect uh, for the watch party. Yeah, uh, if you guys saw the uh, my little short video I did earlier, it was leaked out that yes, that uh, that uh, at you know at the end of April, pretty much like the 23rd, 19th, something like that, that we're going to be able to watch. Well, in about a little over a month, we're going to be able to watch the Batman in the comfort of our own homes on HBO Max and then various other HBO. I mean, the rather HBOs are going to be uh, airing it, too. That got leaked out because there was a glitch on the HBO website because nothing ever glitches. Right. Um, but, you know, we all remember Tom and Jerry. Right. So, yeah, that's not good. It's not good. It's not good. What can you do if, if uh, something doesn't contradict? OK, I was thinking about letting my oldest watch. Uh, OK, never mind. You guys are just talking on yourselves. Just seeing what you guys are saying. But yeah, so there you go. Uh, China, it's uh, going to be a concern. They're having spikes. They're having everything. And then, of course, they're going to do the whole thing of locking down things, shutting down everything because that works so well the first time. Right. It works so well the first time. But what can you do? So now I, I do really have my doubts now that that I thought China would give it a nice little boost. But now it's seeming like uh, it's not going to be the case. And uh, 
Now it probably won't. I mean, it's already it's already doing very well. I mean, obviously, if you take the two hundred million dollar budget that obviously went from one hundred to two hundred, now it's like you know you always times it by two, maybe two and a half. Um, you know, when it comes to the budget, and that's what it has to do to break even, and then anything past that is just all pure profit, and it's already going to make that money back. I mean, they're, they're, the sequel's coming, the spinoff series are coming. Uh, of course, there's going to be the, the assholes who, who, of course, defended the absolute shit out of Batman versus Superman's box office are going to be all over this. They're going to turn into those people that they were once fighting off back in 2016 because that's just what happens when it comes to this shit. You know, you, you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain, right? Um, so that's going to be annoying, of course, because... Um, the goalpost is going to always keep getting moved with that. But no matter what, we know we know the data. We see it. The Batman is a success, and it's uh, it's going to continue on. So what can he do? <sighs> yeah. Uh, what does Trump think about the situation? He doesn't like it. What the people need to see is the Batman, okay? Sometimes people refer to me as a, a kind of a Batman. I mean, my side profile is pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good terrific okay all right so yeah now he's more of the penguin <laughs> i think I, I think uh you know he's he's pumpkin head that's that's what trump is with the orange complexion that's right joss we know just when he thought there wasn't going to be anything more about joss whedon i'm actually surprised that a lot more people weren't passing around this article that was posted today when it comes to Joss Whedon. All right. So this was posted by IndieWire. Maybe that's the reason why, because IndieWire kind of sucks. But we have this article right here that has uh, wallpaper or ads full of, uh, yeah, well, that sucks. It just disappeared, but it had, you know, women in bathing suits. Oh, well, guess we can't have that anymore. It says, Joss Whedon had no excuse to lash out at Buffy female stars, cast details in new book. So here we go. Another article talking more about this. My God, the pop-ups. Recent headline making allegations against Joss Whedon are getting another look in a new book about the making of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's almost like this man can't get a break. Aww. In Evan Ross Katz, Into Every Generation a Slayer is Born, How Buffy Staked Our Hearts, just published by, of course, recently, Buffy the Vampire Slayer cast and crew members spoke out about working with showrunner Joss Whedon, who has since faced toxic workplace allegations. While Whedon has maintained that he was never physical with actresses or uh, crew members, Buffy alums Charisma Carpenter, Danny Strong, Emma Caulfield, and costume designer Cynthia Bergstrom addressed the numerous allegations against the writer, against the writer-director in Kat's book. Joss always talked to me about how the show was about a young girl becoming an empowered woman. And how, and this is what really gets me, how he didn't want to see the pretty blonde victimized, how he wanted to see her as a hero of the story. And now, in light of everything that has come out, I'm just thinking, then why the fuck did you victimize everybody? Why did you traumatize? What is wrong with you? That's what we're trying to figure out. And it goes on. We talk about all that. Buffy actor Strong admitted that the uh, accusations against Whedon were far beyond what he realized at the time. And this is his quote right here. Look, my experience on the set was a very positive experience, including my interactions with Joss. Yeah, because you were a dude. And so I wasn't aware of how toxic the set was for some. And it seems like uh, who it was toxic for was really attractive women. <laughs> yeah, that was who he was creating really unpleasant working experiences for. And it's not in your typical sexual harasser way, even these stories, they're sort of atypical in creating this petty, almost high school like environment and pitting the pretty girls all against each other. I'm sure there's a lot of psychological depth about what that says about Joss. Ooh, laying it down. So basically, it was like, the, the, you know, the pretty girls that he was, of course, threatened by because he's fucked up. And, uh, you know, trying to pit them against each other, that's pretty good. That's pretty, that's just not, that's not good. 
Or as uh, actress Clofield um, recalled thinking when the social media allegations come, come out in tw- 2017, well, that's, uh, that's out finally. I don't know why it took people so long to have an understanding that this person who fanboys put, a pe- uh, put on a pedestal uh, and think can do no wrong finally got dethroned. Finally got dethroned. And then, of course, Chris McCarpenter said, I was let, uh, I was let know um, now how I was fucking everything up for the season. Of course, when, of course, the pregnancy thing like that. And then uh, some other actors were saying, I think because this was Joss's first show, there were things that got dropped. That's somebody who worked on Veronica Mars right there. I think sometimes it made the set feel tense because people were like, I don't know that I'm important. Like, I know Sarah Michelle Geller is important because she's the name of the show, but am I important? And I think that made it hard. And I think it puts out, puts out a lot of pressure on relationships with Sarah and other actors and then other actors with each other. I think there was a lot of tension that way. God damn, this sounds like an awful set to work on. And then the last quote right here from Mr. Strong, I think this is mentally, um, let's see, I think that this mentally that we're seeing in him is kind of like this high school nerd who's angry that the pretty girls didn't like him and he gets older and he's going to lash out at the pretty girls or hook up with some of the pretty girls and the pretty girls that don't want to hook up with him, he's going to lash out at them in some way or turn other girls against them. That's right, Joss Whedon. The face of feminism right there. That's right. Remember that shot with him wearing that shirt? Face of feminism right there. So there you go. More stuff about good old Joss Whedon. You got to love it, right? God damn. What a dick. I mean, it's just that's just what it is. He's he's and it's those kind of guys you got to worry about. You know, it's those kind of guys you got to worry about who are like, yeah, that's right. I'm on your side. It's all about feminism, 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 feminism. And then, but to them, there's a whole other agenda that's like, you know, you know, that's why it sucks when you have somebody like, of course, Zack Snyder, who a lot of like those really die hard, I wear really thick glasses, my hair is the color of fucking cherry snow cone, and I'm pale as shit, that hate Zack Snyder because they think like he's like this big, huge misogynist fucking dude. And it's like the guy has been married for how long? He's adopted how many kids? He's all about family. He's never had any allegations. And everybody who's worked with him has praised the absolute shit out of him. They think he's the bad guy, but not Joss Whedon. (laughs) And then mums the word when all this shit comes out. They don't say a damn thing. They just kind of, you know. Is, you know, they just scream at somebody else or they try to f- find something on Zack Snyder. Like the 300s fascist, it's fascist, it's Nazi propaganda. That's what it is. You know, I watched it again last night. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, there's nothing wrong with being masculine, guys. Nothing wrong with being masculine. And uh, yeah, I'm just saying, when I mean, you got these certain types that are just like, not masculine and they're all you know they're all about you yeah sometimes they might not have something going on up you know when it comes to up here when they're when they overdo the whole i'm a feminist card you might want to watch out for sometimes with those guys i'm not saying it's all of them but sometimes you got to watch out how many times do you hear about those kind of stories when you hear about somebody who was all about this and all about that and then all of a sudden he gets a uh, sexual harassment allegations put on him and it's like well there you go you know God, we live in such a weird society right there. But yes, there you go. More stuff about Joss Whedon right there. Gotta love it, right? My God. Well, he's just he's just never coming back. Never coming back. And good. We don't want him back. Jared Leto. Uh, I mean, speaking of a guy who likes the ladies. <laughs> um, Jared Leto. Obviously, we got Morbius coming out. Um, I don't know if you guys got your tickets yet. I hopefully you guys got your tickets because, you know, it's going to sell out everywhere. All right. That's all. That's all the silence I needed right there. But, uh, yeah, I haven't bought my tickets yet. I think I'll be okay, though. Uh, <laughs> I mean, nothing again. I really hope the movie's good. I do. But, man, this movie has just been delayed so much. I don't see any. I don't see. I, I see a little bit of hype for it. Not a ton. 
you know, and maybe maybe as we get closer to the date, I mean, it's still a couple of weeks away. Maybe there'll be more hype to it. I feel bad, though, because I like Jared Leto. I mean, I think he's a talented actor, talented dude overall. A little weird, very pretty. Um, but, you know, uh, he talked about the Joker. So in this interview uh, right here with uh, Variety said morphing into more uh, Morbius, how Jared Leto sank his teeth into Marvel's vampire anti-hero. Everybody's an anti-hero now. Um, but, you know, I mean, I'm not going to go over all that stuff. But, like, right off the bat, it's just, like, right off the bat, let's talk about Joker right here. It's playing the Joker in 2016 film Suicide Squad. And, again, in Zack Snyder's Justice League is a memory. The 50-year-old, I still, this man is 50. I'm telling you, he sacrifices fucking babies or something i don't know what he does i don't know what he does at camp camp mars virgins maybe i don't know he drinks virgin blood is uh yeah is a memory the 50 year old actor looks back on fondly the role was an opportunity of a lifetime he says and i got a chance to do it twice first joker to do first actor to do joker twice you realize that nobody else in the movies has done the Joker twice. Um, but, I mean, of course, that's probably going to change if Joker 2 comes out with Joaquin Phoenix. And then, of course, we have, you know, that new Joker that uh, kind of showed up in uh, Matt Reeves' Batman that will technically be probably doing it twice or multiple times. Who knows? But, uh, yeah. So then it says uh, getting to uh, dramatize a villain, like, uh, yeah, as a queen, the clown prince of uh, crime is... Delicious, but it doesn't always leave a lot of new ground to break. Leto's turn as a Joker came after Heath Ledger and before Joaquin Phoenix, who both won Oscars for their interpretations. Crazy, right? Yeah, so there was that. So, yeah, he still considers it. And then, of course, there was like another uh, part of this where he actually said he actually said that he's left the door open now. When it comes to all this, now we don't need to have this window up anymore, but when it comes to all this, um, he's, it's nothing new. It's nothing new that he left the door open. Of course, Jared Leto would absolutely play the role again, and hopefully maybe he'll get a chance, to see, or hopefully we can actually see his full-on performance in Suicide Squad if they release the fucking air cut. You hear that, Mr. Zaslav? Release the fucking air cut so we could see the scenes that were cut out for Jared Leto's Joker. Um, you know, I've always, I enjoyed his interpretation of the Joker. I, I, I love the exchange that Batman and him had in Zack Snyder's Justice League in the apocalyptic world that is the nightmare. And I would love to see the sequel to that because obviously the, he would be very heavy, heavily in the sequel, which is like, ugh. when you think about that, when Zack has talked about that, how there would be like, you know, the interpretations of Robin dying, um, you know, the stories being told from the both different points of view of Batman and, of course, Joker. It would be so beautiful to see that. Um, and hopefully maybe, I don't know, we'll get some kind of virgin. Uh, virgin. See, I got that. And, you know, when I talked about him sacrificing virgins, version of that um, and very much that he would love to actually do a live action version of killing Robin. That's been said. He said that he's when he was diving back into it, he really loves the idea of, you know, taking that crowbar to Robin. And of course, when it comes to Zack Snyder's Robin, it is Dick Grayson. It's not Jason Todd, but still, it would be cool to see that. I don't know if we'll end up <laughs> seeing anything like that. It would be cool. I mean, apparently he was all gung ho about it, wanted to do it. And some of us were kind of wondering, too, when it came to the additional photography for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Was Zach going to add a flashback or something to that scene? He didn't. It was just conversation, which I think, good. I actually like the fact that they didn't do, like, some crazy flashback thing. I love that exchange. I mean, you have you have the Dark Knight, Joker, and Batman interrogation scene, and then you got, you got that Zack Snyder nightmare, Joker and Batman back and forth. It's like, it's up there, man. It's up there. You know, and then, of course, you got, you know, on top of the bell tower, right underneath, you got Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton. You ever dance with the Dale in the Pale Moon Night? You know, we got all that. So there's been a couple, you know, there's been three times that we've seen Batman and Joker kind of confronted. That's why I don't get when people are so tired of the whole Joker thing. 
And, you know, they go like, can we just get another character? I mean, we, we, we get the Joker all the time. I'm like, well, technically, there's only really been two full-on movies, two Batman movies in the span of like 20 years that, well, probably longer than that. Who knows? 20, 30 years that we've only had Batman and, and Joker like against each other. You know, and we've had Suicide Squad. Technically, yes, there was a thing that happened with Batman and Joker, but there was never face to face. And then, of course, we had the Joker movie and there's no Batman. So when people are like complaining about a new Joker with like with with uh, Matt Reeves, Batman, it's like, well, it's it hasn't been since the Dark Knight since we've technically seen a well, Zack Snyder Justice League, of course, the one scene. But there hasn't been like a full on, you know confrontation between the two of them and you can't you just can't have a batman without a joker i just really wanted to see uh more i just want to see more of like batfleck and leto joker to be honest because yeah that's just as much as that scene is so beautiful and zack snyder's just like i just need to see more and hopefully like we were going to get more kind of makes you wonder too because we've heard the details from ben affleck's batman script from joe meganello mainly and he's talked about obviously he's the main baddie and there's batgirl and everything but it just kind of makes you wonder was there a joker in there you, ha you have to believe that there was right that's why i was like if 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 ben affleck's not gonna do anything with that movie with his batman movie leak out the fucking script please i mean we'll all groan and be like oh i want to see this like fuck and we'll all be in tears but i just kind of i want to know more details i want to know if there was going to be and i, I think there would have been Maybe not a big, huge scene, but maybe there would have been an Arkham scene where Joker was in Arkham, back in Arkham, and Batman maybe goes and visits him or something like that. And it would have been like a cool little dark scene between, you know, between both of them. That would have been really cool. So I don't know. <sighs> but yeah, hopefully we get to, if anything, fingers crossed that we get to see more Jared Leto Joker when it comes to releasing of the air cut. Hopefully that's something that Discovery and Zaslav will do for fans at least to uh you know at least kind of restore the snyderverse in a way at least release that so we could see more jared little joker and it's funny too because remember there was like a poll where people where there was like a spike in interest for zack snyder's justice league when it was when it was uh released that jared leto was going to be in the additional photography there was like there was like a spike of interest trend of interest just kind of shows you right there, even though there was like there was a discourse on his take on the Joker with the with fans, you know, but there was very much a spike of interest. And um, I don't know. I just want to see more of his Joker. I just love his, his weird laugh. I like it. So hopefully see what happens, guys. All right. And then the final topic. Sydney Sweeney. Wow. She just kind of came out of nowhere, right? Um, obviously, Sydney Sweeney, uh, best known recently for Euphoria. I have not watched Euphoria yet. Um, to be honest, I mean, yes, she is a very uh, good-looking woman. But I think the way that some people swoon over her, I'm like, yeah, okay, she's good-looking, but a little bit overrated. Oh, I just said that, guys. Yes, I said that she's a little overrated. But then again, maybe I just haven't seen enough of uh, of her performances. I don't know. I just think like, you know, because all of a sudden she was like kind of becoming like the new it girl. And I'm like, who the hell is this? But she's hot. I'll give her that. But I, I think there's actually another girl in uh, the Euphoria cast. I think actually she's hotter, to be honest. That's just me, though. You know, hey, you know, we all have different tastes. Anyways. Maybe one of these days I'll watch that damn show because everybody was talking about it. Everybody was talking about him. It was like constantly on on the timeline and everything. But anyways, she is uh, she is joining uh, Miss Madame Webb right here. So let's see where oh, where is it at right here? All right. So this was news today. Joker from Mr. Kroll right here. Euphoria Sydney Sweeney to co-star opposite Dakota Johnson and so and Sony's uh, Marvel pick Madame Webb. Right here. So exclusive after a breakout year that included starring roles in HBO Max as the White Lotus. She's also in that, too. Euphoria. Sydney Sweeney is now ready to jump into Sony's universe of Marvel characters. Sources tell Deadline that she has joined Dakota Johnson in Sony Pictures. Madame Webb. 
right here. CJ uh, SJ Clarkson is on board to direct the pick. Matt Saza Saza Sazama and Burke Sharpless pen the screenplay. So there you go. Anybody think she's playing Black Cat? Kind of almost probably. Are we thinking that? Who do we think she's playing, right? I mean, it kind of almost makes sense if they're trying to expand that Sony Spider-Man world, right? I think we all kind of assume that maybe she's playing that or I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? What are we what are we thinking here? Random character or is she playing, you know, certain characters in that world? Yeah. I mean, Black Cat, no, see, that's a thing. See, Peter Parker. See, we got Peter Parker in here who's already confirming that Black Cat is trending. So, yeah, I think we can all kind of assume that she will be playing that. Um, why not? Weren't they Weren't they supposed to be blank, making it like a Black Cat movie also? So I think they're just kind of like setting the table for that, to be honest. That's what it sounds like. They're setting the table for that solo movie to expand on this solely. So, yeah, you want Felicia Hardy. As Black Cat. Okay. She can't be Rando. She uh, She's too famous. Yeah, I know. Exactly. So that's why I think they're setting the table. And she probably is going to be signing a multi-picture deal. That's that's my guess. They're just trying to grab onto her to make sure. So Sony's trying to expand their Spideyverse. But it just kind of makes you wonder, who's going to be the Spider-Man in that Spideyverse? Huh? Garfield? Or is it going to be Holland? Probably Holland still because, you know, they still share. But, yeah. yeah we'll see what happens. Uh, Sydney Sweeney as the Sonyverse Black Cat. Emma Watson as the MCU Felicia for Tom Holland. Hmm. There you go. Got some fan casts right there. Oh, wait. <laughs> Felicia Hardy is her real name. You're right. You're right. Well, who was I thinking? Uh, who played? Um, who played? Uh, who played her in the uh, original Spidey, Spidey Three? Spidey Three. Who played? Who was? Weren't they setting up the table for her? Who were the? Who was actually going to be? Um, who was that actress? Wasn't? Wasn't it? What's her name? Who played in a uh, Rogue? Rogue? Rogue One? Right? Who was? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I was over here. Yeah, looking. Yeah, by Felicia. Felicia Jones. Is that what her name? No. Like who who was playing who who was the actress that was um that was playing in uh yeah it's Felicity Jones. Is that who that is? Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard. Now she played now she played um now she played Gwen in Spider Man three. I was wondering like because they were setting up they were already setting up Felicia Felicia by Felicia. They were setting up um her already in Spider Man three. They had the character that was already there. I'm like Tom Hardy has a kid, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's been one of those days where I was like, "But what's her name? What's her name?" God, I'm like sitting here like drawing a blank here. I have to look it up. Who played? Let's see, Spider-Man Three. Because I know they were already trying to they were trying to set that up for like Black Cat. Oh, what the hell just happened? I don't even know. Click that now. Ah, uh, you told me. Yeah, it's Felici Felicity Jones. Is that who that was? Yeah, Felicity Jones. There you go. So I think I was like getting that's that's where my brain went. I went to her right there. Yeah, Felicity Jones. Right. Boy, jeez. Names Felicia, Felicity. You know, it just kind of all melted together. My dumb brain. But anyways. There you go. So I wouldn't be surprised if she's uh, if they're establishing that because there was like they, they announced like a black cat movie like a long time ago and nobody heard anything about it. So it's got to be that. Why not establish her here? And uh, yeah, there you go. Bob is your fucking uncle. So, well, I'm into uh, spiders for sure. So there you go. I'm not into spiders. I hate spiders. Anyways, Sydney Sweeney, she no doubt is signing a multi-picture deal for sure anyways okay tom holland is dating zendaya and he's had a crush on emma watson what comics oh you're trying to create that love triangle yeah why not but uh yeah it's gonna be interesting see that what's going on zed how you doing buddy
All right. Let's go ahead and uh, hopefully you guys sent, I mean, if you guys sent resent your questions, I don't know if you did, but I'm uh, I'm going to go ahead and go to uh, the tweets right here for the questions. Okay, Mr. Eric Blake. So, Dave, what are the odds that Paramount will again move the release uh, for Top Gun Maverick? I mean, the success of Spidey No Way Home and Batman should reassure them, but seriously, it's the to the point of parody at this point. P.S. Any updates on a certain something? Um, um, I'll get if you're talking about the voice thing. I'll I'll get it to you. I'll get it to you uh, tomorrow. But um, when it comes to, I don't think they should delay Maverick again. That'd be dumb. But then again, who knows with this whole new day, this spike in China. Mike, Soup's Kenobi. So we've had teases before Christmas from Clay and Zach. We've had concept art of Ben's Batman movie released online. And now Jared is saying he wants to play Joker again. And this time, all, and this is all around the time of the merger is finalized. Yeah, maybe it's time to get the tinfoil hat out. Yeah, if you want to. Um, I mean, I, again, I will always say I don't think Zach, if Zach's, gonna be any part of it it's not gonna be full-on directed or anything like that if anything's gonna happen uh there might be some expansion i'm really hoping that just maybe ben will get something lit under his ass or something and then of course jared can join that movie um but yeah you know we just all gotta be patient and see what's going on um when it comes to clay stab or whatever like that i don't know why people are thinking that He's just doing like artist stuff. I mean, he's very much a supporter of the Snyderverse, everything, but he's been posting just, you know, we've seen the art that he's posted. So when I, unless you're talking about Clay Enos, I mean, maybe Clay Enos you're talking about. Clay Enos has posted some things too, but, you know. But again, like I said, you know, just kind of be patient. Don't like hype yourself up to only be disappointed because, you know, there's a there's going to be there's that loud part of the fandom that is very much hyping themselves up. But they're just going to turn on David Zasloff if he doesn't immediately restore the Snyderverse, which is, you know, they turned on Jason Kylar. So, but yeah, just do, you know, just be a little like I said, a little patient. There you go. Yes. Uh, OK, so, hey, Dave, it's uh, it's my name pronounced like as sir, as sir. All right, so there you go. Uh, sir, I'm from Brazil, and follow your work away before all the Snyder things, so thank you. Well, thank you for following. To the, uh, to the question, Warner Media is dead now, right? And how many guys you think that Batman kill in the Batman? Think carefully. I want your answer. <laughs> um, I mean, that freeway scene, I think there's somebody that got, that got killed, at least, uh, at least with that one. But it's not entirely Batman's fault. It was pretty much the penguin that caused that accident. So, um, but when it comes to him killing, I don't mean maybe maybe a couple of those Riddler guys, man, too. So who knows? Uh, when they when that platform when the when the, the the platform fell, maybe somebody fell to their death right there. Who knows? But um, uh, what else? Uh, the Warner Media is dead. I mean, I don't think Warner Media is quite dead yet. Like, again, the whole logistics of this whole thing and the logistics of this company and, like, these big, huge companies, you know, there's subdivisions, there's all this stuff. I don't think Warner Media is quite dead yet. Uh, I don't know why they'd want to get rid of the name. Who knows? But, I, you know, we'll see. Again, it's all about just being patient. It's all about just being patient. That truck driver, yeah, probably died. <laughs> Darren, Mr. Uh, Laugh Now, Cry Later, when you when do you think we will get an official look at the Unseen Prisoner? That's... Good question. Um, I think probably after it gets released on video, I would I would imagine they'll probably save it for that. They probably don't want to like uh, mention too much. They want to get as much box office love as they can. But I think once it actually lands on streaming services and on demand, and it's going to have that home video release, that's when I think they might. I mean, who knows? When it comes to Matt Reeves, he might actually release that alternate scene. That was supposedly shot, which I really want to see because I think that would have been a better scene than what we actually got when it came to that unseen prisoner. So, yeah, I think that's when it's going to happen. I think it's definitely going to be when it comes to video release right there. So, ah, all right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Sorry for everything. 
technical difficulties, the brain farts, and everything like that. Carrie, Felicity Jones worked at Oscorp as an assistant to Harry. Yes. Yeah, they didn't establish that in... in was that Amazing Spider-Man or was that Spider-Man 3? I'm, like, drawing a blank on which one that was. Jeez. I think it was Spider-Man 3. I don't know. We'll see. But I think that's who Sydney Sweeney is definitely going to play. I mean, I think we're all going to be okay if she wears um, really tight tight little jumpsuit kind of thing, you know, the black cat jumpsuit, I think, she, I think we'll all be okay with that, right? We will. Anyways, guys, smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Like I said, guys, this Friday is uh, the one-year anniversary of the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League. We're going to be doing a live watch, full-on charity stream. There's going to be two live watches that day, one at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time, and then we'll start watching at about 8.30, probably a little bit after 8.30. Pacific Standard Time, but the Vodka stream will still be at 8 o'clock. We'll be talking beforehand, and it's going to be full-on charity, so if you have any kind of donation, anything you could do, we'll throw it at the donation. It'll be great, and uh, hopefully it'll all be smooth and uh, nothing gets shut down and no technical difficulties. That's all I ask. No technical difficulties. Please! But there probably will be, you know. And uh, we'll have some fun, so yeah, there you go, guys. Um, make sure you subscribe, hit the like thumbs up, if you want to be a part of the Patreon, do that. I'll be posting some more exclusive stuff on there. Of course, the film Junkie Closet. You want to become a member? Do all that stuff. All right, guys. I love you. I'll see you guys Friday. Talk to you later.